0: Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. By my uh, book, now I'm not going to sit there and say I see everybody do this, but I think he's the best long snapper in the country. Uh, Chris Stahl joins us, uh, leader of uh, not only uh, with special teams, but also with Lift for Life. Chris, welcome. Great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Mister Jones. I got I've been trying for, for how many years to break you of that. Yeah, you, know, you can call. I, I, he calls me Mister Jones, he, and they only do it because they're trying to be polite, right? It's not an age thing, right? All right, not. I <laughs> just no kidding, term. Chris. <laughs> uh, Live for life ended up being a great success uh, last Thursday. What did it mean just for everybody to get it back out there for people to see it again?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously everyone in the world has been dealing with some stuff the past two years, you know, keeping us inside, keeping us uh, distancing and all that. And I think it was good for not only uh, my teammates and myself to interact with the community, but the, the Penn State fans and the community itself to interact with us and kind of see our faces, see how we're working and kind of enjoy this time of the summer.
0: Uh, in the end, uh, how many meetings did you guys have during the course of the year, and what kind of organization does it take to put an event like that together?
1: Yeah, uh, pretty much as soon as you know the football season is over. Um, obviously, everything goes to you know off-season workouts, stuff like that. But uh, me and my my leadership team start working on planning uh, live for life and what we can do. Um, what events we can we can hold, you know, for the kids. You know, what are some different exercises we can do to kind of engage the fans? And this year the main thing was were, were we allowed to have fans or not? And obviously, you know, we were super blessed to be able to have fans, um, you know, for the first time since uh, 2019, I believe. Yes. So it was it was really really nice to finally get get back into it. Obviously, it took some time planning it, but uh, my team did a great job and a bunch of other people behind the scenes of uh, getting everything set up.
0: As you review it, Chris, because that's something that that will be the next part, you need to review it and say, okay, what did you like about it and what do you want to improve about it?
1: Uh, I liked it. You know, we were able to um, have a little area for the kids and have them interact with our freshmen and really kind of, you know, just engage with them, you know, separate from reality for a little bit and just have some fun. Um, really liked how we were able to compete on the bench. Um, definitely would like a little bit more um fan engagement. I'd like to see some more guys go 1v1 in the farmer hold, but I think, you know, <laughs> for the first year back after a little two-year hiatus, I think it was really really well uh, put together. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It was extremely well put together. There's no question about that. Uh at, you know, when you look at the, the it's not just the fan engagement part. What kind of engagement have you been able to get from people making donations online and so forth, Chris?
1: Yeah, we have been, you know, you know, sending things out on social media, uh, not just for fundraising reasons, you know, just for um, just raising awareness for the rare disease community. That's really our main goal. Um, this year we were able to uh, double our donations from this past year, uh, raise over $26,000, for uh, uplifting athletes in the Red disease community, so super excited about that.
0: In fact, in talking with Brett Brackett, they're I think they're putting something together at Lincoln Financial Field where, at you know, it it's almost like twenty thousand sponsors a doctor or something like that. Is that part of what you guys are doing with with him right now in, in working closely with uh, with Brett and with Scott Shirley?
1: Yeah. So every part of what we do for uplifting athletes and lift for life and all that, all the proceeds go directly to uplifting athletes. Uh, this includes, you know, all their, I believe 29 chapters they have throughout universities in the United States. Um, all the proceeds will go and they were able to sponsor doctors to do more individualized research on these rare diseases, you know, instead of the doctors running around trying to find funding where they're not spending all their time on conducting their research, basically what uplifting athletes does is they give them the money so they can put more time into the research.
0: Your committee, uh, what kind of job did they do? You know, you know, obviously you're the head of it, so people will look to you just like we are talking with you about everything that happened. What kind of job did did your committee do And you know and and the organization of it?
1: Yeah, I mean everyone was really helpful and you know not only physically setting up the lift for life event although we like to assign some things to our freshmen that's normally a tradition
0: yes i noticed in the breakdown who was breaking things down
1: (laughs) yeah but um really it's all about um getting more and more guys to engage you know to share on social media um you know raise awareness that way and also you know try to get some funding uh for the rare disease community but they were super helpful this year, um, obviously being back in person. I think the last two freshman classes, I have no idea what a lift for life was. Yeah. Um, and, and my vice president, Landon, obviously was a huge help in getting everything set up and getting my teammates engaged.
0: That's the next uh, – I'm going to get to a couple of parts dealing with that because you, you mentioned Landon Tangwall. Uh, it, when it comes to uh, the participation of it, I think you had, what, 80? At least 80, right? players? Yeah, at least 80, 90 players
1: out there? Yes, sir. Yeah. What does, you know, what does
0: it tell you about their desire? Now, it's a benefit because it's still a workout. Uh, That's part of it, but the fact that they wanted to be a part of it, what does that tell, what should that tell all of us?
1: I think that's, you know, the family aspect of our team. Um, Obviously, Coach Franklin preaches that all the time, but I think we really accept it, and we really truly feel that love for us and for each other. And that that expanded this weekend, you know, not only with the community that was there, all of our Penn State fans, um, but the rare disease community as well, you know, showing them that we're here for them. Um, you know, we are the extension of their family, um, and, and they're not alone in their battle.
0: This one now, and I brought this up last week, and I'll bring it up with you. In a time of name, image, and likeness, and everybody sees this big deal here or that big deal there, what does that tell us about the college athlete, about what their mindset actually is and the ability to use your name to give back? Because right now, everywhere we we look, it, sound, it, it makes it seem like the college athlete's trying to take.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, name, image, and likeness, I think, you know, Everyone has their opinion on it, but the one thing that everyone can agree on is athletes are able to use their platform for good. You know, yeah. you see a bunch of guys all around the country doing amazing things in their community, um, helping people out, helping families in need, um, whether it be themselves, you know, or other families. And I think this weekend was just, um, a super awesome event for guys to, you know, share their faces and, you know, You got Drew Aller hanging out with the kids. I'm sure they absolutely loved it, you know. (laughs) He he had fun, too, I'm sure. He did. It's just all about our community engagement, you know, letting people know that, you know, we're there for them just as much as they are for us on on Saturday nights.
0: Well, here we are. It's July 5th, so the the next stop is going to be training camp uh, before this is all said and done. How excited are you for what this team can accomplish this season?
1: I'm very excited. You know, I think uh, I've been here a a little bit longer than other people, um, but I've been able to see, you know, each different set of leaders. Uh, I've had, you know, six different teams. You know, they're all different. They all have their own personalities. They all work differently. Um, But I am just super excited in the work that I've seen from these guys all summer long, including the spring and winter workouts, um, spring ball and all that. Uh, can't wait to get to camp. Uh, camp's a wonderful time, you know. It's it's football twenty four seven. You know that's that's what we live for. So uh, I'm super excited, and I know my teammates are as well.
0: Uh, what about the addition of Stacy Collins uh, in charge of special teams?
1: Uh, Coach, C- Coach Collins is awesome. Um, he is my fourth special teams coordinator that I've had in my <laughs> tenure here, and yeah. um, really like you know learning from everyone. Each has their own personalities, own different coaching styles, but Coach Collins has been awesome in the transition, you know, since he came over. And uh, excited to continue to work with him and excited to get the season started.
0: Chris, to you and, the, and the, everyone involved with Penn State football, congratulations on a great event. Congratulations on everything you've been able to give back to uplifting athletes, and nothing but the best. And can't wait to see you in camp.
1: Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. <laughs> See, you finally got it right. <laughs> I've,
0: I've, it took six years to break the Mr. <laughs> Jones thing. Uh, but, you know, but, but that's only because he's was brought up right. So I'd, I'd be doing the same thing. There are people in my neighborhood, just so you know, Chris, people in my neighborhood that when I go back, you know, or Yeah, you know, I don't go back as often anymore. Both my parents have passed. But I'd still say, hi, Mr. this, hi, Mrs. that. I'm the same way, so don't worry about yeah, I, I, was... st- I still do that. It's the way it is.
1: <laughs> my parents you know, brought me up the right way, and I give all the credit to them. So,
0: Well, they did a heck of a job. Chris, thanks so much. Appreciate you.
1: Thank you, Mr. Johnson.